Welcome to episode 13 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, you can eat an obese donkey's penis and butthole. Please welcome your host Sir Dennis McMahon, and Miss Lindsay Hobbs. What the fuck was that all about? <laughs> Obese donkey? <laughs> what the? That was clearly a dig at me. Is it a trigger? If there's like, if there's two words that could like describe me quickly, I think obese and donkey might be at top of the list. <laughs> uh, Jeez. You know. What the hell did I ever do to him? I write one article about Brexit and next thing you know, I got the whole UK coming after me. We got to be careful with these trigger words, I guess. You know, UK Jeez. Peter, UK Peter doesn't know. He doesn't know. They have a whole different, like, subtle, subdued sense about themselves. Yeah, don't, you they, know? Like, don't they call people cunts for fun? Like, that's a term of endearment. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, we're, we're a more, like, pure society over here. You know, we believe in Jesus Christ as our personal God and Savior. You know, we followed the Ten Commandments as if it were uh, written in stone, which it was, and then handed to Abraham. Uh, uh, or Noah or whoever built the boat thing. So we, we have a like a way different perspective on, on values and like how people should be treated in this country. It's true. So I don't appreciate the queen's English coming after me, calling me <laughs> an obese donkey and asking people to suck my cock and ass. I, I liked that part. I'll be, I'll be honest. So yeah, that part's like fine. A, that didn't trigger yeah, you at all. No, no. I'm always open, you know, for an asshole and dick licking, but when it comes to, you know, just derogatory terms or like calling me, uh, referring me to an animal that can't breed, that's where I really juggle. I think that was what I was really most offended by, was the fact that he he, he compared me to a donkey that can't breed offspring. And, and probably uh, can't run very fast because he's obese, you know? That's right. I think, I don't, I don't think there's a such thing as a fast donkey. So even if they're not obese, I don't think they're known for like their thoroughbred <laughs> uh, race prowess, you know? They're more of a pack animal, you know, which, you know, maybe it was a compliment again. That way, it, like, it talks to the usefulness of me. You can really pack it in and I can take you over the finish line. You know, we'll get down that canyon so that you could go on your your uh, river rafting trip. You know, that's that's <laughs> what I'm good for. Or I could bring your beans back. You know, Juan Valdez, like he always had his trusty donkey to take his beans across the Andes <laughs> so that they could be roasted into a fine coffee. That's how it actually makes coffee better if they've been on the back of a donkey, carried on the back it, of a donkey. If an immigrant like almost lost their life in inclement weather by using a pack animal to get those beans to a white person, somehow <laughs> it tastes better. You could just taste the like. The indigenousness to it, you know, like, <laughs> like ooh, suffering. There is some ooh, that suffering is some, palpable. Mm, what is that like a an afternote of oppression? <laughs> is yeah, that, is that the tears I'm of a child it. I taste in these oh, beans? Oh, I hope I hope they separated these beans from their parents at the border. That would just make <laughs> these so much more bright. You just know, lock them it would in really cages. Really hit all the palates on my tongue. <laughs> Speaking, palettes on my tongue? No. no. All, the, all the points of my palate. You know? Speaking of obese donkeys, I've got a I've got a I've got a fat secret. Fat secret. So uh I don't know if you've This noticed was from this. our last podcast if you were just tuning in. 
Uh, we stumbled upon after a two and a half hour marathon session. All of a sudden, we came upon a uh, segment that probably should just have been the entire show the entire time. And that was a uh, part of our quarantine coming up with our fat secrets, basically uh, some things that we maybe do in private that maybe uh, aren't the best for our waistline. You know, like like we've all had those nights where you just in the next day you're like, "Ooh, no, I am never going to tell anybody about that." <laughs> Well, we are offering a safe space. We are saying all can come in and share your fat secrets. Yeah, so with us. so if you have fat secrets, you can email us at. Do we have an email? Some, some kind of email address, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a Facebook. You can Facebook us. Message yeah, us at. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought you it's had a, all these. Uh... <laughs> I know. I know. I'll tell you, the best way to go is Rebel 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 eight hundred one on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. Send me a dick pic with your fat secret. With that your way fat I'll secret. be able to read those first. The bigger, the blacker, the donkier, the obese, you know, like I take them all. And that way I, you will be able to like uh, get to me quicker because I'm more on Instagram than anything else these days. And we do have a rabble, rabble, rabble Facebook page. You could probably get a hold of us there. You know, we should probably get an email address for this show. I, I, you know, I, think I'm about sure that. we did four years ago, but I've never checked it. You know? <laughs> like, so I couldn't tell you what it is. Well, we'll I, get a new I would email. bet money. I bet money it was rabble, 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 801 at gmail.com. <laughs> well, we can't. Don't send it to there because we don't know but the But don't password. send it to there because I have no access to that account. <laughs> so um, anyway. But I bet money I set that up like seven I'm sure, years I'm sure ago you when did. we first started doing this, this, this show. So one of my fat secrets is... I, I'm 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 vegetarian, so like the fast food industry has not been frequented by like I lost a lot of those places a very very long time ago, like when I was fifteen sixteen. Stopped eating. They have it. completely ignored the demographic of the non meat eater for decades. Yeah, until and it's been recently. a recent phenomenon that they've adopted. Right. Maybe a we're maybe we're missing out on a on a uh, a, 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 a you know a purchasing power like segment that we just uh, have been ignoring. Sure, but one of the like the the last things I was holding on to, the last like really shit food that I would go through a drive through and get was Taco Bell. It was Taco Bell, and yeah. and I felt like guilty every time. Like every time I'm going to get it, like there would be times I'm like, I hope Brian is not home when I eat this because like <laughs> not only not only am I going to eat this, but it's this not is the look... real definition of a fat secret. Yeah, or even hiding it from your spouse. Right. Well, not hiding my, it necessarily, my, but hoping he doesn't one, I just see. Don't want them to even see this. Yeah, you know? and especially like as I'm eating, I'm probably like like le- leaned over a bit with like a little bit of a fat roll going on as well. Um, For me, a lot of my fat secrets are like they happen even in the car. I can't even like bear to take them out of the car. I don't want to be seen. You know, it's like it has to be like done on the run and with no one around. You know, and where you could like dispose of the evidence before you get home. Yeah, I, I'm like in Goodfellas. I'm digging a hole ahead of time. You know, like I'm driving way out in the woods to bury all the evidence. Like well, you know, you're never that, gonna find that shit. You know, you're doing something wrong when like you're at home and you're like, I'm gonna throw this in the garbage can outside so nobody sees <laughs> yeah. it in the garbage can inside. But anyway, Wait, have you ever like dug through the trash for evidence? No, but that you don't want any any chance that that could happen. Right. So they I what I get there is like the seven layer burrito. I don't get guacamole or sour cream because anything that comes from a gun is disgusting. 
<laughs> and then I get their cheesecake. As we talked about on our failed start yesterday, yeah. we've now restarted. Yeah, little do I, they know this is a practice conversation. <laughs> yeah, we've already had this conversation, but <laughs> I find it I, I find that's a good life lesson. Just don't eat anything from a gun, right? Nothing, nothing Whether from a squirting it's a gun. guacamole sour cream from Taco Bell or a bullet from a handgun. Just, not, <laughs> Just don't eat something no from food, a gun. Nothing dispensed from guns should be consumed as, as food. Put in your mouth at all. But anyway, yeah. they got rid of their whole veg. Like they they had this like vegetarian menu, and it had like the black bean quesarito, which I never got because all of their shit like is like with nacho cheese and another type of nut and a gooey <laughs> yeah. cheese. It's just like as much liquid cheese as possible. And that's well, they why really I like did the weird like when they started doing the shredded and liquid cheese at yeah. the same time, and they created this weird yeah. Like like glue like substance substance where you're like no like what th- th- those two things should never meet like they're sworn enemies of right. the cheese world well and it's just like come on like can we make this any fatter than it already is but anyway <laughs> that's why I like the seven layer burrito it was just like your it was like beans tomatoes rice lettuce uh, all the essentials all the essentials plus right. if you add a, but if no you add a salad cheese. into your burrito you think it's healthy <laughs> sure so but no you liquid can add cheese a, a shred of lettuce then all of a sudden you know you're 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 doing something good for your body but they obliterated their vegetarian items like now you can go get like a cheesy bean and rice burrito or something like that but again it's just like tons of liquid cheese now the thing that's annoying for half a second they were like faking you know they had the al fresco yeah yeah right like the healthier right oh if you put pico de gallo on it now now there's tomatoes on it it's okay yeah like right there's a fruit uh, it's just like a, they just like took a shit in the taco shell and put pico de gallo on it. But anyway, the seven layer burrito is like stood strong for so long and it's not always good. But, you know, you're making a contract when you pull up to the drive through anyway. Like you there's me, a 50 percent like five original items. Yeah. On the Taco Bell menu. And one of those is the seven layer yeah. burrito. They already took away our Mexi nuggets long time ago. I'm Long still I'm still not over that. Was that was short-lived. I'm and still... they've even brought back a potato. They brought back nacho fries. And they took those it, away. Yeah, it's still nowhere near as good. No, they're, anyway, like people are freaking out because they've took away like some other like, it's like Mexi nuggets all over again. I can't even remember what they're freaking out about because I gave up on those a long time ago. But I got mad years ago. This was the first time I, I found out. This is like when I lost my childhood innocence. When I found out that a fast food place could get rid of an item, they used to have the enchurito. And it was essentially Taco Bell's version of an enchilada. Right. It was like a rolled, you know, I forgot meat about the thing enchurito. Sauce and cheese. Yeah. And once they stopped serving that, I literally like like was like, my childhood is over. Like <laughs> I didn't know that a place could like take something I loved away. Like, right. And then my father died like a week later. Well, the seven layer burrito has been a lot alive as long. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just caught that last part. Oh my God. I was like, she's just running right over that. <laughs> I took a second to seek in. Jesus. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the death of your seven layer burrito. Yes, the death you know, of my seven, seven layer. Not my father, but my seven layer burrito. My father. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it practically raised you, right? The seven layer. It burrito, kind of so. did. Like it kind of did. Like <laughs> for, kind of like a father figure. For as long as I remember, like that, we would go with my family, and that's what I would get, and it's gone. And I'm like, my other fat secret is I'm like secretly more upset than I should be about this because I should be <laughs> I should be happy that I'm like okay that's it I can no hey, longer I'm done with fast food period off the menu I don't fast, even have yeah. I don't even have a you know a cheat meal at Taco Bell anymore right I've been working my ass off and exercising to to lose weight and get muscle back 
And that's it. Like officially, like I can't eat fast food anymore because I'm not gonna go there and get their fucking liquidy cheese burritos. I'm just not. God works it. in mysterious ways, and he has now helped you by eliminating <laughs> this disease choice. Right, right. And yet, you sat depressed in the shower for a little bit. A little bit, you probably should. And I feel know? like I feel like I I know Did that you I even drive by, you know, and like play oh, like I went to like, like different. I went to like a different one because I was thinking maybe it's just this one. So I went to a different one. I'm like, seven of burritos, like, we don't have that. I'm like, uh." and then I actually had to like look it up on the internet. They're like, no, it's gone. And I was like, it took me a while to like, it was kind of like the, the, it's like the grieving process where you like go into denial first, you know? When you think you've had enough (laughs) of this life. I went through the, hold on. I went through the entire grieving process. In this, yeah, the anger, the denial, yeah. the acceptance, yeah, yeah, finally moving on to just like, well, I'm gonna have to start going to Del Taco. Well, the, yeah, there's the five stages of of grief and loss, and it starts with denial, which yeah. happened. So like, well, you did that. You said, no, went, no, it's just this one. Yeah, I'll go to the next I went to one. no, and then it was anger. Like, how fucking dare they? And then there was like bargaining where I'm like, I actually, this happened. Like I went through these stages of grief, which is hilarious. <laughs> the, the bargaining part is I actually went and tried to get like a different menu item. And, and, and then I was just like, no, this no, sucks. Maybe I could, maybe I could just like, they could still build it. Like it's yeah. not an item on the menu, but if I tell them, Hey, can you get this burrito? And <laughs> can this, I get and the cheesy burrito and rice without the liquid cheese? You know what? Add some <laughs> tomato and lettuce and rice. And <laughs> yeah. So then there was the depression stage and I, and I was like, actually like, man, like this is like a big part of like my, my whole childhood. (laughs) And then I think I'm in the stage of acceptance. I think now that I'm talking about it with, and I'm able to openly close friends, I'm able to openly discuss it. Like open your heart, your fat secret, you're sharing with the world now (laughs) that maybe you can be accepted. I Lindsay Hobbs, who used to be Johnson (laughs) is sad about losing the seven burrito off the menu. And you know what? I've accepted it. It's okay. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. Okay. I can totally get down with that. <laughs> Much like what you went through when your father died. I just went through you know, that same going, thing. It's, it's very similar. You know, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, I was bargaining with God, take me please instead of him. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I was mad. I was, you know, I, I, I couldn't believe it. And then same I with me, same it. with me. Yeah. And, yeah. And and yeah. Then, so I feel like came out, I feel like I can like, um, As relate with you more now on that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like this for the first time ever in our, our long storied friendship, <laughs> we finally have a relatable thing emotionally. When it comes that, to that your father could, dying and my Taco and, Bell. And the death of the seven layer burrito <laughs> at Taco Bell. This, it, it's all, all makes perfect sense now. I feel so much closer to you. Uh, yeah. We were able to yeah. share this experience. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to that, never, never, never were we able to kind of empathically connect. (laughs) And not until now, not until now. (laughs) I never, I never understood the tears until now, you know? (laughs) Now I get to make fun of you when you're crying. Yeah, when I'm crying on the beach (laughs) because I lost the seven layer burrito. Longing for your lost burrito (laughs) (laughs) and how you and the burrito used to go to the ocean, like when you were growing up. Like that was the thing together. Right. And you had a level water together. Then, yeah. We watched our favorite TV shows together. Together. I can run up and like just laugh in your face. What are you crying? <laughs> you derogatory term for a gay person that we used to be able to say ten years ago and can't say now. Is that what you're doing? That that term? To be fair, I'd had a lot of rum punch. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Banks beer that mixed with rum defense. punch. <laughs> if you go to Barbados, 
I had a lump, lot of rump punch. In a court of law, will get you out of a lot it's of It's true. Things. It's true. Even up to and not excluding some forms of manslaughter and murder can be de- defined away or, or described away with, I had too much rump punch. They are completely on board with that. Uh, let's move on to our Yelp segment. <laughs> Yelp. You know, we should have like a theme song for this. Like, Yelp, I need somebody. Yelp. Yelp. Not just Not anybody. Just anybody. <laughs> Yelp. Yelp. Won't you give me your reviews? <laughs> Yelp. <laughs> when Why haven't I was... they done that yet? Probably because it's really expensive to license. I think we're going to get, you're going to have to edit that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. to, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Smelp. I need yeah. somebody. Smelp. Nope. <laughs> I don't think it was the word Yelp that would get us in trouble. I think it was using that tune of that famous song. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, there is that. So we just have to do something completely different. Like, Yelp, I need somebody. Yelp. Or like, not Yelp, just anybody. I need Yelp. somebody. Yelp. Yeah, exactly. Not just anybody. Happy birthday is public domain, right? So right, maybe we right. have to use the to a tune of happy birthday. Actually, I don't think it is. I think like you have to pay if you do happy birthday, which is why you don't uh, hear it. A lot. That's true. That's why, like Applebee's now, they do the yeah. happy, happy birthday. Thing, happy, right? happy birthday! Could... It's Applebee's and it's fun. You're having birthday <laughs> yeah. at Applebee's, so it is so fun. So we be like, yep, 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 yelp reviews, yelp, 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 yelp. yelp. This yelp guy is just an yelp. asshole. Are they just an asshole, <laughs> or do they have a valid <laughs> complaint? Just an apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move it. Let's get. Let's get to them. All right, I'm going to start out light this week. This one is about a Indian restaurant in the uh, Salt Lake City area. And this is from Michelle F. And she writes, I believe I may have been wrongly served a chai with some sort of hallucinogenic stimulant in it last weekend. After the server repeatedly commented about my young daughter, never come here, comma, especially with your young daughters. What the hell? Did you say where this was from or who this was at? Or did you leave that out? It's an Indian restaurant. It's called Nepali Chulo. So when I first saw that, or Nepali Chulo, I thought it was the world's first Mexican and Indian fusion restaurant. Because Chulo sounds like like a Spanish term, you know? But no, it's just, it's an actual Indian term too. So it's just an Indian restaurant. But I got really excited when I was like, oh my God, are they going to do like non-burritos and like, that would be amazing. Chicken tiki enchiladas, you know, like something. I was all about it. That seemed like a natural pairing in my mind. She probably confused the chai tea with a bunch of the Percocet that she took before she went to the, <laughs> yeah, the... You're not wrong for where this this uh, restaurant is located in the valley. That matches very well with that particular community <laughs> and their love of, of opiates. <laughs> like, serious, yeah. That makes perfect sense. That, that's, what's not, like, so, that's crazy. That is a little yeah, weird. It's just I, like to go to that idea that like somebody was like, well, they were talking about my daughter in a strange way. They must have dropped some sort of hallucinogen in my tea. How did she know if they were being weird if she was hallucinating too? That could have just been like <laughs> <Yeah>. a. <laughs> That's a weird like combination to draw instead of being like, I think these guys are pedophiles. So it's like, no, I think they must have drugged me and they're pedophiles. So she didn't provide any pictures or any follow-up to the evidence that that all happened. So I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not a bad review for me. That else, that makes me want to go. I was going to say, like, oh, shit, they're, well, they're serving some hallucinogens in the tea, some, huh? Some hallucinogens in their chai, huh? I, I, I might try that. <laughs> Just you know? don't bring your daughter. That's all. That's all. Hey, 
nothing in life is free, right? Everything's True. a barter. So True. I don't have a daughter currently, so it's not a bad deal to just get some random person and trade them. Then I won't be emotionally attached to them. <laughs> you might have a different sub, you know, yeah. you may not want to trade your daughter for a hallucinogenic chai tea, but that's just, you know, that's you, you birthed it. So you have a different <laughs> Yeah, that, That's the it. only reason why I would, would not that's want to all. trade a child for, for hallucinogens. It cost a lot of money and did a lot of damage to your vaginal, <laughs> vaginal region. It did do like. a lot of damage to the vagina. You know what? I don't think, I think because of how much damage it actually does that not a lot of women talk about it. I knew I had an inkling going in that it was going to be quite damaging because no one, when I started asking my friends who'd had babies and my sisters, my actually my sister Melanie was really open with me. She's like, oh, it's going to be fucked up, but it's not going to go back to normal. <laughs> Um, Do you think if Eve, the first woman to ever give birth, were to tell the next person, oh shit, your asshole and pussy are going to become one, <laughs> the human race might have stopped right then and there, right? Like Maybe. Like, no, fuck that. I, I don't, don't know. I, it's like the, so programmed. depends on it. It's so programmed in us to have children, you know, and, and, I'm, yeah. and then once you do it, like knowing, so here's what I'd say about it is knowing the damage that it does, I want one more. <laughs> you know, Still. yeah, you're like, all right, I'll go through that again just so I can have the bundle of joy times, too. But I think in my house. I think it's like maybe like an embarrassment thing or something that women don't talk about it. And I don't know why we don't. And we're not like yeah. very open about because it is like two years of recovery until you start feeling like actually normal again. But there's like a horrific amount of scar two tissue. Years. Oh, yeah. Like, ter- oh, but a horrific amount of scar tissue. And then you've got to do all these exercises to like build your bladder back up or else every time you jump, run or sneeze, you piss your pants. I, I've heard to this day, my mother blames, you know, her <laughs> urinary accidents on childbirth. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah, 40 years later. You have to like, uh, I, I wasn't doing a lot of like exercises or anything after I had Frankie and um, I had that problem like way more. And now that I'm exercising more and, and doing all kinds of stuff, um, it, it's much better, but I think it's like one of those things like, because people don't talk about it, like women don't know, like that should be part of like your doctor consultation is like, Hey, listen, like your vagina is going to be completely awesome. just, just ripped apart and well, kind of useless for a while. Really like emphasize <laughs> yeah. what's actually going to happen. Now don't let this scare you, but here's the steps you can take after having the baby to kind of like recuperate faster. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing that it, I feel like it's like a secret that women don't even like talk about it with each other. And it's just kind of weird to me because and, and I'm sure like everyone's different and not everyone takes the amount of damages. Uh, we I, like we all don't take obviously take the same amount of damage, but yeah, there's I, damage. I, but there's damage it's not regardless. Like somebody just like, boy, I didn't feel a thing. That thing just slid right yeah, out of me. Yeah, like, no, no, no. The recovery, it was like a big fart. And then next thing I know, I had a tampon baby. Like, yeah, the recovery that, that, is incredibly painful and yeah. awkward. And you're wearing like, you're wearing like um, iced diapers, essentially. Like di- iced diapers? Yeah, like they, you can open them and like crack them or whatever. And they like get cold, but you have to wear these like ice packs, basic ice pack diapers. I, I think you might need to send me that link on Amazon for like the month of August <laughs> for me because... My undercarriage is my my hottest part. Yeah. And that in the summer months, let's just say, you know, it's like a, it's like a Louisiana swamp between my legs. No, I will say I was almost upset, like sad when the ice diapers went away. I was like, oh, that was kind of nice. That was a nice sensation. It's all gone now. Ice diapers 
in the summer as something you wear sounds awesome. <laughs> Ice diapers, if that was a special at the Starbucks menu, I wouldn't order it. <laughs> so it's weird. It's just set and setting, you know, like who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next Yelp review. How do we get on vaginas? I, I don't know. You're the one that started talking. You're like, let me tell you, son. <laughs> Rippage is real. <laughs> this next review is about a lawn care and pest control company here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And our reviewer starts off with, we had a crazy amount of bugs hanging out in the yard. And I mean... I am lonely and all, but I really don't think bugs were the kind of friends I wanted in life. <laughs> Strike that. I know for sure I didn't want these kind of friends. I found this company and spoke with them about the problem. We were preparing to show our house and I wanted to address the issue as quickly as possible. I went out of town a few days and the gal who watches my dogs was here when they arrived. So I wasn't there to deal with them. The bugs never left my house. If this dude sprayed and attempted to kill these suckers... They didn't. They probably all gathered together in my yard and were all like, all right, troops, this dude loves to grill out back here. He is out here all the time with those pesky dogs of his. Let's protest. All bugs lives matter. In any event, I clearly did not read the fine print as I paid $140 for absolutely nothing at all. And the follow-up free spray is only good for 30 days. So in conclusion, find somebody else who'll do the job. These people suck. All bug lives do not matter. Oh Whatever God. spray they use does not work. Don't get ripped off. I'm pissed and thanks for nothing, you bums. I like how they're like trying to be funny by like referencing Black Lives Matter movement with bug like <laughs> Yeah, like everything's gotta be political these days. It's like some kind of meme reference. Yeah, well they think they're clearly being funny, right? Like, oh yeah, this, this yeah. is gonna this is gonna make everybody laugh. Like that was they, like the dad joke of, of Yelp reviews, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I did, I did a zinger. He probably um, showed his friends. Okay, I'll start you guys it, see my, my Yelp review? I'll start it off it got, with... It got a bunch of likes on, <laughs> on Yelp. I'll start it off with uh, with an opener about like how I, I'm kind of lonely and I need some friends, but I didn't want these kind of friends. <laughs> but then I was like making like the bugs were, were like people that I could be friends with. And yeah. I was like making a correlation about how they're like protesters and, <laughs> and like Antifa, but they're ants. So that's where the humor comes in. And uh, I'm going to close it here with an actual description of the service that I got and a recommendation of the future people that might use this service to stay away. The end. <laughs> uh, like it, it's, it, the thing is, is like that complaint could just be like, yeah, you know what? These guys came over. I paid quite a bit of money and I don't notice a difference. You probably shouldn't use them. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's you don't, all. We don't need to be witty. We don't need to be witty yeah. in our reviews. We're like fucking paragraphs and paragraphs of like terrible jokes. Fucking, like SNL sketch. You know, that's, you know like, was, I submitted this to Lord Michaels for next year's was uh, Keenan, writing package. Was Keenan a part of it? And did it go yeah, on way course. too long? And Way too long. And then there was like a recorded bit with a rap song that didn't make any sense. And it's not really that funny. <laughs> And then, like, Pete Davidson looks at the camera like, oh, I'm Pete Davidson, you know. <laughs> my dad died in 9-11 and all. Oh, my God. That's sad. Way to bring it so, down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move on quickly. Yep. I love Pete Davidson, actually. But this next one, I'm going to read the review, and I'm going to have you tell me what you think it's for. Okay, okay. So this one, again, is for a business in the Salt Lake City area. I'm just going to read you the review as it's written Okay. and see if you can find out what it's for. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat because this is a 
This is a long one. You know, all the <laughs> all the attention I, I can give it. Okay. <clears throat> Bitch ass sissy at the front desk has a dick up his ass. This place sucks! Exclamation point. Is that it? That's it. Bitch ass sissy at the front desk has a dick up their ass. This place sucks. Oh, there's a so where desk. the previous one probably had too much about their experience. I think this one didn't have enough about their experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other than like he's upset. Well, first of all, calling like a person a sissy, like like what does that mean? Like, are you, is that just because you can't use another cl- derogatory term? Cl- cl- clearly a gay reference. Because yeah, because like, like this toxic man- masculinity bullshit, like sissy. Okay, and they must be a bitch ass because they have a dick. Yeah, up their there's ass. no so way there's I would even reference th- there. There's no way I would know that was where that was from. I'd be like, okay, what people have front desks, hotels, tattoo shops? Uh, okay, you're getting you're, you're getting warmed. You know, it's a service industry, right? Like it's somewhere that you have to like meet a concierge of some kind. Um, so maybe like a hotel. And and they said they have a dick up their ass, so obviously they weren't getting what they thought they would be getting out of this service. What is it? Just tell me. There's no it's way I'm going to guess. Fox rent a car at the airport. Yeah, I would so never. I would never know that. <laughs> Not even close. I would never have come to that conclusion. You got to the front desk. You at least understood there was a desk in between the service and the uh, yeah. the customer. So you were on the right track to think that like this person was upset because there was a gatekeeper from their experience and like what they had ordered. So. Wow. But yeah, Fox rent a car. Wow. I'm like, look, I've had Fox rent a car. It's no no great thing. But I don't know that I ever had a problem with the bitch ass sissy that runs the front desk there. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if they had to dick up their ass or not. So it, I found that review to, to be lacking. What does that even mean, a, a dick up your ass? Is that like like a stick up your ass? Like where you're just like it pissed has off? To be, right? Because I feel like, see, if, to me, like being the right person, like you might want a dick. Thing. Yeah, like you could be happy if there's a dick up your ass. People that really love dicks up their ass. They would probably be like all chipper and everything. Right. That would be a positive. Or at I'd least be like, like man, the guy at the front desk was so happy. It was almost as if he had a dick up his ass. That's how <laughs> happy he was he was when he was greeting me. He or she, don't don't discriminate. Oh they, excuse me. They the go. I don't wanna misgender. <laughs> all right. You have another one? I do because we've been like backed up. So right, I had right, a bunch right. that I was able to save up. But uh this is just another one of the millions of anti masks. Uh, reviews that are on Yelp, but it's still the wording always uh, fascinates me. So this is for a Mexican restaurant, a very popular one, one that is on all the list of must-do in Salt Lake and Diners, Jivens, Dives. uh, It's Flavor Town in Salt Lake, but uh, this goes as Tyranny. We had 13 people and they would not let one person who cannot wear a mask in. You lost over $200. I'm glad not to support you. You will not muzzle me. Got that? I am an American! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Oh my god. Two exclamation points. Two after American. They really wanted you to know how American they were. Wow. The only thing it was missing is they didn't capitalize American. Mm. That really would have taken it over the top. Then they're not that American. They aren't. They're like, you know, they moved here from Canada when they were in college, American. I don't count those guys as real Americans. Born and bred in the great United States of America. These people these are people so complaining about being I'm so muzzled. tired. I am so tired of the anti-mask things. You know, we actually yeah. went We went to like a movie the other day. We went and saw Possessor Uncut, a Brandon Cronenberg film. 
You, oh, heard, shit. you heard about that this? Is, you seen this? The son of David Cronin. The son of David. Right? I will say it was, we actually went and saw it for our anniversary that we both ended up forgetting about. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you, God, too. When you, you forget for- your anniversary, you really yeah. are. Like, I had this moment where my friend texts me and she's like, happy anniversary. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I was like, should I hurry and get something on Amazon and be like, look, I, look, I remembered our anniversary this morning and got you something. And I was like, no, nope, yeah. nope. I'm going to have to own up to this one. And, uh, luckily he came out and, he, and I was like, it's our anniversary. He's like, I know I forgot all about it. I'm like, oh, thank God. Cause it's, it's this really is good. You're like setting the precedent, right, right? Like right. you don't have to make a big deal, especially after the first one, because other, otherwise that's a dangerous precedent right. that gets set. Well, and we've already decided like, well, maybe when we're like, if we're like got more money, we'll, th- we'll think about adding in like the presents for anniversary, but where we are now, like, do we already have like two, like a, a three different like days a year where we're getting each other presents and stuff. And just, <laughs> yeah. So luckily we're on the same page, but one of the things. Anniversary seems like the least important one, right? Yeah. Well, and it's like, just like. As far as like yeah. presents, what does that really mean? To I me, like the idea. Like my parents did like a 10 years, they renewed their vow. You know, sure, like sure. there were symbolic things to the wedding right. that made more sense to like celebrate. But our symbolic things are going to be just like spending the day together, maybe going to see, because it's in October. So hopefully there's always a horror movie playing in the theater. And yeah. anyway, so we went, so you went to an actual sit down theater. Yeah. And so you wear is it, empty as shit because it was like early in the day. We ended up taking I ended up taking the day off work like impromptu. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, nobody else was really in there. It was actually pretty comfortable because there's nobody else in there. And they in the Megaplex theaters, they actually require you to wear your mask throughout the movie, which makes it even yeah. more comfortable. So, yeah, we went to it. I'll tell you, that movie has some scenes in it that you'll never get out of your head. Uh-oh. <laughs> they're I so realistic. Then. <laughs> they're, they're pretty realistic. I don't know. You should see it. It's a beautiful After piece of Midsommar. art. After Midsommar. I think about Midsommar probably Midsommar. once a week. <laughs> yeah. If that Just was... because I... I, tell, I, would, I, I, I liked that movie a lot. I yeah. like it visually. I like the the kind of the, uh, the story and the ritual aspects that he put into that. But God damn it, the visuals of that movie are fucking are, are pretty disturbing and in particular like the uh the contrast between the people that are doing the rituals like the blankness of them yeah. while they're doing it yeah. versus the, I mean, if he's visually the people that are, that are so scared yeah. while doing it so yeah I, 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 that one just like freaks me out every time this one might put you over the edge there's some like he oh, does boy. not he does not uh pull any punches on some of the very realistic very realistic effects in this and there is some like very religious or not religious a uh, realistic torture tortury kind of things going on so if you like this kind of talk check out bob club on the podcast <laughs> yeah 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 Network, Lindsay's other podcast what what uh what's kind of the run now what's a little bit of the like plot at least the like besides do you not need a plot is it more like a visual kind of thing and just kind of uh, enjoying so the, the ambiance of it so the the plot is is there's um there's basically an assassin who can possess people's bodies in order to um, assassinate people. So they take over, like if like like if you wanted to assassinate somebody, you might take over the body of their husband, uh, and and that way the and perfect like, crime. That well, way nobody would suspect it and live live in their life for a few days to set up like the the reasoning and stuff. Of, like basically like the al- or not the alibi, but like what do they call it when you're when you're like oh they have. They have motive. Motive. Thank you. Jesus. I couldn't think of it. So to set up the motive and stuff. <laughs> and brain, build, am I right? Like, and that way, whoever paid you, <laughs> whoever paid you uh, is like, couldn't even be um, implicated right. in any fashion. 
Right. Pretty interesting idea. Yeah, it's really cool. Is there a supernatural like that's how they're uh, like possessing them? Like no, it's very it's very sci-fi. It's very sci-fi. So it's it's I mean they don't go into really how they're doing it, but they kind of have a machine and they kind of show you what they Uh do to do it, and it's it's really cool. One of the movies are like, it's, look, it's this very is how artistic. It works. Don't worry about it. Like, we're moving on. Yeah. Just accept that in this world, this is the reality. Right. But anyway, I don't know. Should we move on to some news since we have a lot of shit to talk about? God damn it. Do we have a lot of shit? Well, here we are doing movie reviews. I know. I know. Fucking let's Chinese stop, restaurant. Let's stop jibber jabbing and get into the news. News. Coming at you. There's some news we read. <laughs> well, that's a fly. That's a fly. Oh, to, is that a fly? That was a fly. I, I didn't quite know how to do a fly impersonation, but so that those was a fly. those of you who did not watch the vice presidential debates, um, first of all, I will say let's let's leave the fly out of it for now and the red pink eye <laughs> for now and the. <laughs> And the weird, and the weird whistling, and the weird whistling nose every time he was like, <laughs> "Oh man, I was driving me crazy." Let's leave that and the all clear, aside. Like, like uh, okay, they told me I have two minutes. I have to talk for two minutes. I'm going to spend the first 45 seconds delaying that, yeah, like a child yeah. doing a book report. You know, thank you, Susan, <laughs> for the opportunity. Very interesting. <laughs> question that you asked me so i will say now answer a different question i will say in uh comparison to the presidential debates this one was watchable way more watchable for me and i was actually listening to some of the points that both of them were making and kamala it just had a little more decorum you know a little more like two minutes stick to it even though that kind of ran over too but at least there was a little less uh just uh, ramblings of two 70 year olds like screaming about getting off right, their lawn. Right. And you're, shut, shut up. You're the one who's stupid. Listen here, buddy. <laughs> you I don't stupid want to clown. I oh, would you just shut up? Just buddy. shut up, man. You're the one who's a clown. Yeah. Man. Like her opening statement was exactly how I wanted Joe Biden to be in the presidential debates. And I, let me try to find it. Uh, Kamala Harris, a attorney, ex attorney general of the state of California, a senator from California. She's actually an impressive person. So when you have someone that is a little bit younger, a little bit more uh, diverse in their career path, you know, someone like Joe Biden's been a senator for forty seven years. Somebody like Donald Trump's been a con man his entire life. They don't really have like a diverse experience. So for Kamala to kind of come from modest uh, upbringings in the Bay Area of California to be in the state's attorney general and then this, eventually a, a senator from the state to go to Congress, she has some interesting uh, experience to bring to the table. Right. But she and I, I can't really find her opening statement right here, but um, half black, half Indian. Right. And younger and not 80 years old. Not 90. 80. Which is Mid-40s, nice. Forties, I think, which is yeah, which is good. Completely like, fine. That's what you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to be like ageist or anything, but I really think there should be a goddamn limit on this presidential shit. Like Come people, on. people running the country. 
Like before, you can't... before this presidential election, everybody over 70, all we ever heard about was when they would get like fucking have an epileptic fit and drive through a fucking farmer's market in California. Right. And then we'd always be like, man, I don't think old people should be driving. Right. And now we're talking about which one should have the nuclear code. <laughs> like, yeah. Are we fucking kidding? Like, yeah. But she she kind of came out strong and she was just basically like this administration's like one of the biggest failures. Like basically you don't. The gun is loaded. The gun is loaded when you go into these debates. Like Joe Biden didn't have to lose his cool. Like he had like his gun was loaded. He just had to pull the trigger. And I feel like he failed to do so. The facts. And then Kamala Harris comes in with like a machine gun and just and just like kills it, man. I think she killed it. Um, They're not, you know, I think the obvious like there's the one thing like what I hate about politicians is just be honest. Like they won't answer the questions about packing the courts, which tells you they're going to pack the courts. But well, who, who cares? <laughs> I, I, we should not accept the enemy's language. Right. It has right. never been called pack the courts. Right. It has always been referred to as expanding the court. Right. When you say pack the courts, it sounds like you're cheating something. Right. It sounds like when the bus is full and you're trying to sneak on or the elevator before it closes and everybody's like, come on, dude, just take the next one. Like there's too many people already in here. Yeah. Yeah. Expanding the court sounds like something that maybe should be thought of because when you're talking about the size of the court, most people don't realize this. The Supreme Court, there is nothing in the Constitution. There is nothing in the framework of the United States government. That says you need to have X amount of seats on the Supreme Court. It is completely up to the United States people to decide how many people should be on the Supreme Court. There have been varying sizes of the court over the years. It was only until like the 60s that everybody was like, how about we go with like nine and call it good? That way we could have, you know, four from each party and one guy down the middle to kind of even things out and they could like have a respectable debate about the law, and then we can decide where to go from there. So I really detest when we, as people that may be on the other side of the argument, use the language of the enemy. They are clearly trying to draw like an emotional attachment to a phrase by saying pack the right and that's what they're good at, right? They do that with everything. Everything. Everything is caravan, immigrants, you know, like China virus, China virus. They're using these terms to try to draw up these emotional like instincts inside of you. And it's just we should not be playing their game. It's not called pack. No, the I like it's that. Expanding the courts. Right. No, that's and that's a if good you were to, if you were to set that as should we think about doing that? Right. Are there enough views on the Supreme Court? Right. Are there enough varied opinions? Are there enough varied experience? No. Then it no, would no, be an no, issue. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. So we're not trying to pack the courts. How about we're trying to expand the court and expand like the points of view, well, expand the backgrounds, expand the the voices that should be heard on the highest court. See, and why aren't these people that are in charge like saying stuff like that? You know, like, hey, listen, first of all, I don't like you calling it packing the courts because that's not what it is. Nice exactly. try. Nice try. So, so yeah, that's because like- in sound bites when you try to like make things more reasonable, it never gets played. Yeah. So then it becomes, and now. Despite everything that Trump has said, despite everything that Pence has said, all the news can focus on is, you know, Kamala and Biden won't answer that question. Yeah, whether they'll pack the courts. Of course. Or not. And that's what they wanted. So. So that's the one thing. That's why I'm like, just say something. Don't avoid it. Like, 
Let's be honest about what we're doing. Let's be honest. And you don't, again, you don't have to call it hacking. If you make something forbidden, then you focus on it. Yes. Yes. So they think you're hiding something. So they're trying to get you to like say something that they think you're hiding. Well, and the thing is you can't answer, you can, you can't answer that, but you can several times be like, no fracking will not go away. We're like, for yeah. me and for uh, probably some other people, I'm like fracking should go away. No, fracking should go away. <laughs> it should act like oh god, like there. And this is why it's just like one of those frustrating situations because I, I I do like Kamala, but I I feel like like Biden has all these things in in play that are just not left enough for me. You know, they're not yes. like I really wanted like um, Warren or so or like, or uh, it's like is looking at the camera. He's like they want to do the Green New Deal. Like, oh my yeah, god. Good, good, good. Yeah, Brandon. And he's like. And you believe they want to retrofit 400 million buildings in the United States for green energy? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm good yeah. with that. You know, when we're caught. Because when what they it, never talk about is like what we've seen in the state of Utah, the boom to the solar economy. Yeah. That yeah. includes jobs for guys yep. that install sol- sol- uh, solar panels. Right. That includes jobs for salesmen and project managers and technicians and like manufacturing. It's like we're not getting rid of jobs. We are changing jobs. Coal miners, there are only 60,000 coal miners in the United States. Only 60,000. And there should be none. So we are talking about (laughs) saving an industry of 60,000 workers over our environment, over our air quality, over our water quality. And if you live in Utah right now, the air quality is dog shit. Like you you cannot go outside right now without like feeling like you smoked a two packs of cigarettes or your eyes burning or your nose itching. And, and, and my- it doesn't help that we're living in a time of a pandemic with a, right. a uh, disease that affects the respiratory system. Yeah. So every time I'm like, Oh my God, I think I'm getting a little cold. No, oh yeah. That's like, what me and Brandon always no, like, talk about. The, the, the earth is on fire and you're just literally breathing in like 10,000 years of trees. But we were talking about like how it's absurd and just pure twilight zone style insanity that, somebody being able to talk about the green new deal as a bad thing is just like insanity. It's insanity. Like it's, it's like, he said it like it was a swear word. Yeah. So, so when you believe, can you believe this guy sucks dicks? Yeah. Yeah. This guy, this guy likes to suck dicks, you guys, and yeah. like get AIDS in his butthole. Yeah, Can you believe that. Yeah, he, he said it like it green, was like the world's solar power. He said like the world's worst swear word, man. Yeah. So, so when finally after, after historically, if you it, why it's called the Green New Deal, right? Because they're trying to model it after the New Deal, which was Franklin Delano Roosevelt's grand plan after the uh, Great Depression and the World War II to uh, change the American mindset, to change the American economy, to change, to modernize America. That's when they built like the Hoover Dam and the interstate highway system that runs across all of this country and power plants and uh, created jobs for workforces that included like uh, car expansion because back then people were still like, weren't traveling because like railroads were outdated, but cars weren't quite as popular yet. So- I don't, if anybody actually looked at the new deal and they also include like introduced social security, Medicare, retirement, like all these plans that help to build a social safety net, either if you were to get sick or old or infirm, we decided that you were going to pay into a collective system and that we would all take care of you in, in the, in the course of, if you were too old or too sick to work, like these are good things, right? Like, 
Right. So that's why they have drawn a comparison by calling it the Green New Deal. Well, that's a good thing. The <laughs> funny thing is, is there's always been these people in history who just like are fighting to change, and they are they're going to lose because that every time if that's what history tells us, if if they didn't lose every time, we'd still be in horse and buggy, right? Do you know how much money Blockbuster spent? Yeah. To like talk shit on Netflix when it was first started. Right. Right. And how many articles right. were like. You have to wait two days to get your movie in the mail. Am yeah, I right? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, that's only right now. Like, hold on. Wait till we'll you wait, see what we've got coming wait till up we, Wait till we run out of business. Same with Kodak. Wait, wait till wait till <laughs> we have 10 horrible Adam Sandler movies that you can just watch at any time. <laughs> just wait till then. You know? Speaking, uh, and then there's Kodak who, uh, like the biggest people in charge, like the CEOs and stuff were like, no, this digital thing's not like people want pictures. People want this like people completely never not want yeah. them to hold a picture in their hand instead of getting on these like like they could be saying they just accept the fact that we change. It's hard. I know. And the thing is, is they're not wrong. Like it yeah. will take away jobs. It will do that. But then they don't focus on the creation of these jobs. And you know exactly. what? These jobs that it's taken away are shit jobs anyway. If and, anybody in the year 2020 wants to be a coal miner, right, right, and get the black get lung, the black daddy, lung. <laughs> then go ahead. Sure. I'll just let you do that, even if it's not really a job anymore. You know, right? Put you in a simulation where you just coal mine all day. If that was your real dream. <laughs> you and could, that's not to take away like them as hardworking people. No, like, no, of course not. Oh, and and I will pay to get you a different job. I will pay right. to train you to do something else. Right. Like, Right. And it's not to take away like the, you know, you've been doing something for so long and it's hard to change in that way. I understand that too, but absolutely, but we have to change. It's not an option. We yeah. have to change. And if it's better, it will go a lot smoother if we all cooperate with each other. And that's just the simple fact. So they used to make, they used to make glass dishes, you know, right out of like uranium, right? Legitimately, like right. Ura they used irradiated to, glass. They used to have... And, uh, and like there was a guy who was an expert at making glass out of like like nuclear fucking glass. Right. And people were like, oh, you can't get rid of that because that, that would kill that guy's job. Right. Like, this guy's the best like fucking dude. Jared, new, like missing fingers and his fucking dick fell off. Right. Nuki Jared, who can't have a family because of his, <laughs> his uh, sperm count is completely obliterated. Yeah, yeah we call um, him drooly because he fucking can't keep his <laughs> lip up while he talks. <laughs> Uh, so after all that crap and just like being angry with him, it really makes it perfect that a fucking fly just lands on his head for two <laughs> minutes. A big ass fly too. Big ass fly. A big, I, it landed on there and like, I was just like, oh my God. And they oh cut my God. away. <laughs> and they were like, all right, it'll go. It'll fly away. But by the time we cut back to him. I didn't see and it. Then they cut cut back. It was still there. <laughs> and they were like, oh no, let's cut away again. We don't want to show him with a big old fly on his head. It was and like, they cut away and it was still there. Oh, it was so great. It is huge. And first of all, like I, I would be able to like feel a fly on my, like if I had like short so hair. Was, there was a, there was a, there's a Bernie Sanders clip a couple of years ago when he was running for president in 2016. And there was a fly around him, but it was like buzzing around and you know, he, he was doing the SWAT thing. You're right. like, okay, get away from me. Get away. Right. From me. Right. And he got, he ran away. This motherfucking fly, like, like set up camp on this dude's <laughs> dome and the Android fucking gay monster couldn't move an inch because he thinks every movement gets him closer to thinking about cum in his mouth. So he, he tries never to move. There's no sudden movements out of him ever because everything is just trying to repress all those feelings inside him at all times. 
And there was just this giant fly sitting on the top of his head for a million years. It's so good. I was like, I was like in my house, like the, I tell him like, this is a big moment. <laughs> this is a huge moment. This is a big thing. There's a fucking fly on his head and he doesn't and know it. And his white me, hair, his white, like bright white hair uh, with the contrast was even better, man. <laughs> and for me, this is where it felt like after 9-11, when the country came together for me, I immediately was like, oh, 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 flies love shit, flies love shit. <laughs> That's you know, how I was. I was like looking for my phone to post it, but I just couldn't find it. And then by the time I logged on, 10,000 comments, everybody all at the exact same time in this country were like, flies love shit. Like, and dead things. Shit, shit like, and dead things, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so good. And then I loved how like there was like 30 Twitter accounts in the 10 seconds after the fly landed on his head. Joe Biden um, actually came out with campaign fly swatters well, Biden 2020 and, and, and sold out immediately. And he posted a link that said fly will vote and it just takes you to like register for. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is I was actually able to get an interview with the fly. Oh, yeah. I got this some- is exclusive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I know even up to this afternoon he had been denying all media requests right right because he's been such a hot ticket he's trying to figure out what he should do next with his his life because now he has the spotlight on him right should he use his his newfound exposure for good or should he you know uh uh use it for monetary and like like purposes and 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 build up his his influence account on twitter and get like sponsored uh content on instagram like what where out is he gonna go you're telling me you got the fly to do an interview with us i did I, well i got some sound clips you know so but you did the interview earlier and and these are the responses that you got right so one of the things he had to say was saying i'm an insect who dreamt he was a man i loved it but now the dream is over and the insect is awake so that was his response when I asked him, like, what, you know, what he was doing on the debate floor. Um, you know, he truly. In the first place. Yeah. Like, why was yeah. he there in, in the first place? Right, right. And then um, uh, his follow-up response was. Have you ever heard of insect politics? Neither have I. I shook my head. Insects. Don't have politics. Vice President, your time is up. Very brutal. Vice, Vice President, your time is up. No compassion. Vice, no pre- Vice President, your, your time is up. We can't trust the insect. Vice President? I'd like to become the first insect politician. Oh, that was your, Mike your, Pence. Your time is up. That was your, Mike your Pence. Yeah. <laughs> no compassion. <laughs> I can't trust the insect. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's really all I have to say about the vice presidential debate. I think I think Kamala did great. I think I, she did what I wanted Joe Biden to do. And I was like, man, I wish she was running for president. I truly wish that she was running for president. She technically is. So, kind of. You know, that's that's like, very true. Like, it's very true. You know, but if, if I, there's a reason for me to vote for the Biden campaign, the, but the Biden whole thing... Like, is yes. is I think that she was a really smart uh, ad. running mate. I think yes. I think so because I think that gives those of us who were like bummed out that it wasn't Bernie or Warren um, at least get, an entryway, right. some kind of thing that could be inspiring to us. And at least it's a woman. If, and at least it's if a woman. Were to happen, yeah. If anything were to happen, there is a 
competent uh, backup in the uh, in the Oval Office. And we finally have like a person of color back in one of these higher positions, you know, like, yeah, at least that part makes me feel better about to, it. To me, in all honesty, it was what Ob- Obama inspired so much is actually the youth aspect. And it's odd to say somebody in their 40s or 50s is youthful. But in politics, that's a fucking baby. And so that's really what always has been my uh, driving force. Because if you watch some of these uh, congressional hearings, especially when they start to involve like Facebook and Twitter, there are people that are like, I don't even know how to work this phone. You know, (laughs) like, so you're like, well, how are you supposed to be legislating? Right. Or like, right. Thinking about the American people's best interest. You are fucking 800 years old. Like, the last time you were relevant was the Carter administration, you know, yeah. like, and now you're like trying to figure out like, should we regulate Facebook? You know, like the, you have no touch for what's really going on. In right. The world. Right. Speaking of no touch for what's really going on in the world. Uh, remember when Trump was diagnosed with COVID? <laughs> that happened this week. We not only got to view his taxes, but he got he came down with COVID and infected at least 35 people in his immediate circle. Right. And has gone on an epic meltdown through Twitter. Through oh, yeah. Videos that he's now posting on Instagram and, and Twitter. My, like, my favorite was uh, him now playing it as like he purposely got it. He had to do it. And he and apparently he had to also put everybody else's lives at risk as he did it. He he took one for the team. Took one for the team. He had to show you. Biden wasn't even he he doesn't have the the experience of getting COVID. Right. How is he ever going to fight it if he doesn't even ha- if he wasn't right. even stupid enough to get it by not wearing a mask? <laughs> you know, the first thought that ran through my head when first of all I was like, is this real? And then my second thought was. Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> senator, se- se- senator, your time is up. Yeah, like, yes, and they, they say, deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> your time is up. Like, and they say, like, you shouldn't wish death upon anybody. I'm like, no. Like, some things are Shakespearean. Some well, things deserve a literature ending. Yes. Some things deserve the like proper comeuppance that that is required to have justice in the in this world and karma needs to know that it still exists yeah and especially so so there's all these people and then maybe they're better than me and they're all saying we you know we should be the better people we shouldn't wish this upon them i here's how, when i say i can't do it this is yeah. why i can't do it because he's had an administration that has enforced this zero tolerance policy on immigration and Jeff Sessions now coming out saying, I didn't know that like we were going to take kids away. But he's actually quoted in a meeting saying, we need to take cho- away children no matter how young. No matter Cruelty how- is the point. This yes. is Stephen Miller. This is Donald Trump's speechwriter who yes. also came down with COVID, which I feel bad for COVID now. <laughs> but he said, cruelty is the point. They we took away trying to send a message. They took away a breastfeeding child from its mother. And as a mom, and like no, and I and I know that maybe this is like cliche, but you really don't know. Like you hear everybody saying like the bond of the kid, like there's this unconditional love. And I'm telling you, it's stronger than you could ever, ever imagine. And when I first. Some people would say it's sweeter than you. It's sweeter than anything in the world. It's the best having your child and the connection. And especially when it's a brand new baby. And, and as a mother, like you're feeding the baby, you're breastfeeding the baby. 
And there's already this level of kind of anxiety of like, I got to make sure they're getting the right amount. I got to make sure I'm always producing. And you're actually thinking about existential. Like you even think of like climate change in a world that I'm bringing my child <laughs> right, up in. Right. Like, like way next level shit that you're, you're actually thinking about. Right. But, and specifically with like breastfeeding, like I said, it's like you are their source of nutrition, like this moment. And, and I, you know, I know that not every um, person can breastfeed, but like, that was like a very big thing with me. I was like, like this is the best thing that I can do for her. But I was always like, kind of like making, like worried, like, is my milk going to run out? And like, so there's already this like weird anxiety. And I can't fucking imagine somebody ripping my baby from my arms as I was breastfeeding and saying like, no, you don't get because to do this you anymore. Because an imaginary line. And I'll tell you, if you don't breastfeed, <laughs> it hurts. Like your, yeah. your breast milk will come in and there's no way to relieve yourself. And it and it's incredibly painful. There's moments where you wake up in the night and are just like like verbally like have to like let out a painful sound like oh my god it hurts. So I just that and then seeing the pictures of these little children in court, hearing the stories that they've been molested in these prisons and raped by these fucking demonic ice fuckers. Hearing and here's about- one that they're not talking about. It's a little side effect, and. It's kind of like they uh, – I wish this should be on the front page of every newspaper every day. When they separated these people, it's not like in America where you have your ID, you have an address, you have a cell phone. Right. A lot of these people don't have paperwork, don't have identification. They, they have like a name like Jose or Maria, and that's not being racist. They just have common names. So now if you were to ever – try to reunite these people right right there is no paperwork no there is no paper trail to say oh when we decide to give this child back to their mother and father here is where they are right so there are hundreds of children displaced in the american system that are now essentially orphans because they will never be able to truly be reunited with their family and their family doesn't know where they are to the to, to the to the uh defense of the people that are holding them right now they can't just give them to anybody that says they're their parents, but they have no way to prove that either. Right. Right. So like we are really in a fucked situation. Yeah, something they didn't they even have to like take DNA tests yeah. to prove like, Which, oh, that's my child. Right. Like, how many years? And, and this is never going to end. No. And it's a completely fucked situation. And the forced hysterectomies and everything that's just been involved. So I hear these stories. Another one that's not talked about. Yeah. Hysterectomies. They right. Hit that one again. Right. There are statistically more hysterectomies were ordered for the, the women that were in captivity than would have been naturally a, like, like uh, occurring. Right. It was like a 40% rate of women yeah. that were given hysterectomies. Right. Given without really like explaining to them why, and you know, like, like they were forced sterilization. And so this is some this, Nazi the, Germany. The, this uh, administration's whole thing is make America great again. Right. And what they mean by that is we want to go back to the 50s. Yeah. And well, what they mean by that is they want to go back to the 30s and 20s. And even in America, we had a program of eugenics where we fo- had four sterilizations on people that we thought were slow, people that we thought were gay, people that we thought were like immigrants, people that we thought were black or of different color or origin than we that thought should breed in America. And that is exactly what these policies yeah. are reminiscent of. So when I he- have decided that they do not deserve to breed. So when I hear that, I really have no shame in thinking 
Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. I, but, Vice President, your time is up. Yes, they Vice deserve President. to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Vice President, your time is up. <laughs> so I really, I really like have no shame, and and you I'm bring not, that up, and that is one of the ten thousand yes, yes, criminally horrific yes. activities that this current administration is actively pursuing and using as campaign slogans. Right. So it's not even like, oh, they did this shit and nobody knew about it. It's not no, the Holocaust. No, they're like you touting the Holocaust it. happened in secret. Nobody right. knew it was going on. We didn't find out about the Holocaust until the United States and Russian troops discovered the concentration camps after the war. Right. It wasn't like we all went in going, we got to save these Jews. They're killing Jews. No, we found out about it years later. Right. And this administration was like, no, we're using this in campaign ads. Right. This is one of our, they use it. They're like our immigration policy, our immigration policy. They are using this as a badge of honor of as an accomplishment that why you, they think they should run the country for four more years. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I at least wish like, and if he doesn't die, like, and it sucks to see that he's getting like all these, he's got like 20 doctors. So he's not really experiencing COVID like the normal person would. He's getting At like all. stem he, cell. He in, in, steroids yeah. and was like, I've never felt better. Yeah, like and My stem, body is naturally healing itself. Yeah, like, and no. stem cells and all this kind of experiment. Like, oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy. And he Did had you read like, about that the cocktail that was the oh, miracle yeah. drug in his mind? came from fetal tissue yeah. that was harvested during ab abortions. Yes. Which they are trying to outlaw yeah. scientists using those stem cells yep. to develop these treatments. That's because they don't really give a shit. They're just trying to oppress women. They're yeah. trying to oppress science. They're trying to impress Make everything. Make America great Everything. Let's take it back, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. You know, I wish him a torturous. Three weeks away. Torturous. And. Oh. I'm scared. Everything man. you read, everything you like in your brain, in my heart, in my soul says, oh, well, come on. We're, we're done with this, right? Like right. fucking fuck this guy. Fuck this but guy. The last time was such a gut punch. The last time was such a fist to the rectal. Cavity. Oh, yeah. I have not allowed myself. I'm like, nope. That's how I am. That's how I am going to win. That's what I've been I saying this whole time. I would much rather be very surprised yep. on, on November 3rd than want to kill myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm Trump I, 2020. I, Trump is going to win. I don't think people <laughs> took it seriously enough last time. And I, I think they just figured like, we're we okay. Like Hillary's going to yeah. win. And they just didn't go out and vote and shit. And we got to get out and vote, man. So far, so good. There's been 4 million uh, early voting and mail-in ballots, which is a record turnout. Oh, so, nice. so far, things are on track to nice. be record turnout, which is what you really need. I want it to be an embarrassment. Yes. I want it to be land like like 20 percent yes I, I, want, I want it to be like 365 to zero yeah, you know like yeah we need to run the, well, the fucking number up and if anything i want it to be that way to show the me that there's not that many racists in the world because yeah. i'm sorry a vote for trump if you are voting for trump there's no way that you can deny that you are voting for racism that you are voting yeah. for sexism that you're voting for a sexual assault like 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 a guy who's like sexually assaulted women and paid you them may off. Also, be supporting tax cuts and conservatism, but you are voting for yes. racism and you're you're yeah and and xenophobia. You don't and care. You don't and, you don't care about and, the LGBTQ community. You don't yeah. care about the Black Lives Matter community. You don't care about the children who are being Nazi imprisoned. And, you do not believe in the first line. 
Yes. All men are created equal. You do like, not believe that. You do not believe that. So what are we talking about? As our senator from the state of Utah said today, it's not about democracy. Oh, it's yes. about liberty. It's about the pursuit of happiness. It's not about democracy. Is this the dude that also has COVID? Yes, he does. <laughs> and why? Because he was... But Mike Lee, Mike, Mike Lee, your time is up. Your, your time is up, Mike Lee. And, See, that doesn't make sense because they're not ta- they're not talking. Yeah, exactly. Now you never hear them because they're on ventilators. Chris Christie's yeah, yeah. in a hospital because he's four hundred pounds because obesity and is he's a probably gonna, morbid he, condition. He's probably going to die. Also complicate COVID, you know, symptoms. I feel oh. like Chris Christie's definitely going to die. Yeah, I've Herman Cain went that that thing took Herman Cain down in like the last like five days or something of it. I don't know. Yeah, and that's why like Trump is not out of the woods. No, it has a fourteen day like incubation yes. and like active viral load. And like, actually, like, period. Actually, him getting these steroids and all these things like before he needs them will actually cause the body to not kick in with its natural defenses. Which when, when they wear off, the yeah, so when they wear off, like he could just be like it taken down in a matter of hours. <laughs> yes. This happened. We were talking about my father. This happened with my father. Yeah. Like, he, he would get blood transfusions and he would feel like a million bucks. He'd be like, man, I've never felt better. And then two weeks later, as that blood had like worked its way through the system, he'd be right back to where he started from. So the idea that he's getting these drugs, these steroids, which again, that drug does not help COVID. It just helps an elderly man feel better right. with flu-like symptoms. Right. So this is not – and today he's on Twitter. I Some people call it therapeutics. Some people don't even know what the word therapeutics mean. Some <laughs> people by that, I mean me. I don't know what the word therapeutic means. I call it a cure because I feel a thousand times better. I defeated the, the virus. God instilled in me. Just like Eric Trump today yeah. was on an interview saying that. Well, my father actually saved Christianity because without him, uh, Hillary Clinton would have declared Satanism the national religion of the United States of America. <laughs> oh, my God. And outlawed Christianity. Oh, like, my no, God. No. Christmas isn't going anywhere. <laughs> There's no war on Christmas. There's no war on Christianity. We just don't want to hear your bullshit anymore. After we found out that all your holy guys in your black fucking suits and white ties were raping children for 50 years, we were like, eh, we don't want to hear it anymore. Take your fucking shit back to Rome and leave us alone. Like, yeah, I'm not anti-Christian. I'm not anti-religion. I just don't think those should have any any bearing on law and order and governance. I will go on record as saying I am anti-all religion, and (laughs) I think it's like the epitome of human nature. It's just a way to control the sheep, and it's a way to rule by fear. And it's yes, in my brain, yes. I would be a hypocrite if I were to say I'm anti that when I don't want them to be anti-atheist, you know? So I'm allowing a space for people to practice their faith in quiet. Well, and I, and I should and say, I'm not their own. I'm not anti those people. I don't like look at religious people and be like, you're wrong and you're this. I just am anti like the way religion works. I'm just like, it's not right. And it's not right to yes. indoctrinate your children and force religious beliefs on them. It's not good for their little brains. I'm not anti-God, I'm anti-religion. Yes. (laughs) Believe what you want, but know (laughs) know that those beliefs should only be yours, and that includes letting your children decide what they want to do. They are people with their own right to choose what they want to believe and not force and brainwash the shit into their heads. 
And if you, didn't, if, you, if you needed more to convince you that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are the ticket for 2020 to vote for, they said they're going to legalize marijuana. Like, we're good. Yeah, like, yeah. Just vote for that. Like, yeah. one issue, you know? Well, like, I should say. stop all the bullshit. They did not say legalize, but they did say decriminalize, which is a huge I'm, step. I'm fine with that. This means, this means that the mostly colored people in jail for, for marijuana charges. The, the people of color. This means that, that this are, the slave labor that we've been getting, <laughs> like legal slavery, might yeah. not be as easy for these motherfuckers to instill into, into these people. They might lives. have to come up with different kinds of convicts <laughs> to make their license plates and Amish right, furniture. Right, like people that should, people that probably should be in jail instead of, you know. The yeah, how about that, the white collar and uh, bankers? Yeah, that, uh, crashed yeah. the economy in two thousand eight. Right. You know? Iceland, Iceland threw those people in jail, and guess what? Their economy has never been better. How about like, how about the cops that are shooting black people and children of color and and yeah, getting away with the it? Jail, I'm all for it. Yeah, let's let, let them have a little bit. But you know what? If those people started going to jail, they're like, you know what? We're going to pay them a decent wage and <laughs> yeah, and like take rape off the table. Yeah, you know, yeah, we protect, won't. Protect them from gang rape. Yeah, and, yeah, we uh, won't sodomy, so... and we're gonna give them healthy food instead of gruel right. that uh, eats right. their insides up. And right, full of maggots. We won't, yeah. we won't have to, you know, we won't allow them to like basically form gangs for survival or anything like that. You know, you have to be or a part of bleed something. out from common, yeah, you know, uh, ailments because we refuse to give them any kind of health care <laughs> right. or right. or uh, you know <laughs> uh, assistance. You know, while in jail. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So. That's a huge one, though. Decriminalizing it so are is we just huge. Three weeks out from the 2020 election in the United States of America, we have some international listeners, but so I want to let them know what we're actually talking about. Are we, as a podcast, rabble, 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 going to endorse the Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ticket for president? Absolutely, man. Are we throwing the six people that listen to us on Spotify <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> are we putting our, our political weight behind yes. the Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ticket? Yes, I think so. All right. I think so. Fair enough. I'm for that. I yeah, unfortunately, so. there's no, there's not even a third party this year. Normally, there's a third party alternative of some kind, I'm, at least to bring a different message to the table. But is there one running? Have you heard about the Green Party? Or no, the Party I, I think or the smart other? move would be to not run and not give people the option, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, I know and this is a totally different year of, of we're not really uh, open for debate and like different alternative views. It really right. is a good and evil. Yes, situation. this is this is, you know, if we are yeah making the religious analogy, it's God and the devil. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, if this was the movie, The Stand, you know, we there's the Mother Abigail or there's the Randall Flagg. <laughs> Randall Flagg. Yeah. <laughs> And that dude wore a, t- t- a Canadian, Canadian tuxedo, tuxedo yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and had a mullet. And I can see Trump uh, when he retires putting on that Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. So it would be very apropos, right? Right. But uh, I it, think I think I'd like to see him in a nice orange jumpsuit. Yeah. on November fourth, yeah, that would be great. Or dead. And I know, I know, or <laughs> in a box. Yeah, like either way. <laughs> <laughs> In his best cheap suit that doesn't fit. And I'll even let him wear his girdle. Sure. Like if he, if, if the family was like, let's dress him like he used to dress every day, he could put the girdle sure. on and do the whole fucking hair thing, you know, like <laughs> that's fine. And I'll, and I'll crumble Cheetos on his gravesite in his honor, you yeah. know, just to say goodbye to him in, 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 in fashion. So, so 
a little all bit those of a fun stories away. A little <laughs> a little bit of a tragedy. Uh oh. So some gray parrots were separated at a zoo after what? after swearing a blue streak, which I guess what is like British for something. So a British zoo had to separate five foul mouthed parrots who keepers say were encouraging each other to swear. <laughs> we are oh here it was british so we are quite used to parrots swearing but we but we've never these fucking parrots over here saying cunt and fag and all these nasty shit and it's all we had to kick them out but we've we've never had five at the same time said the zoo's chief executive steve nichols most parrots clam up outside but for some reason these parrots these five parrots were relishing in it so Hello, these birds over here were clamming up and uh, swearing a blue streak in the old Queen's English. <laughs> now, the part that bugs me is this guy said that... I've been he, in quarantine too long. I used to have a pretty good <laughs> British accent. That was that was just gone. That was pretty bad. That was and pretty I, bad. I am sorry, listeners, the three or four that might listen sometimes on Spotify. I am sorry that I have let my British accent go. <laughs> I used to be like, you could you would not be able to tell me from Sir Lawrence Olivier. And yet I just did that thing to your ears right now. I promise in the future, if you elect me 2020 to be your podcast host, I will work on my British accent. <laughs> so, so this is the part that bugs me is that Nicholas said no visitors had actually complained about the parrots and most found the situation funny. So, yeah. and somebody's uh, quote is saying like, when a parrot tells you to fuck off, it amuses people very highly. <laughs> uh, it's brought a big smile to a really hard year. So that's another thing. Like, it's been That's a hard British. year for if this was America. They would have like crucified those parrots <laughs> on Fox news and talked about how they were like corrupting children's minds. Yeah. So they've been separated to save children's to save children's mind. But here's what I like. If nobody's complaining, like let these parrots like hang out and talk to each other and swear at each other. That's fantastic. And you know that these parents, these parrots like did not come up with these words on their own like the zookeepers yeah, are teaching evol- these they didn't evolve overnight to like learn how to swear yeah someone told them how to say fuck off and there's some fucking there's some fucking guy that cleans their cage that like swears like a sailor and they're like oh okay like i could say that word too oh <laughs> like, i just i so badly right now could use like five parrots that i own that just like swear and encourage each other to swear on <laughs> stuff they should host the next debate the they, should, they should they like, should ah, fuck off joe <laughs> <laughs> Senator, Senator, your time is fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to fucking tell you again to shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You need to shut the fuck up. Thank you, Vice All President. Right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Vice President, your time is up. Right? Uh, shut the fuck up. They really, I don't understand why, like, we can mute people at, like, the Oscar ceremonies and stuff. We have that. We know we have the technology. We can can (laughs) drop the mic into the floor. We can fucking turn down their speech. Yeah. Like, we have the technology. It's 2020. We've had the technology for quite some time. Yeah. I think since audio was invented, there was an off button. (laughs) So, like. Uh, Marconi, when he sent the first radio signal to the Titanic in 1912, was able to turn off the volume. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and because uh, Trump won't even agree to the next ones because they want because to he has him. an active viral load of COVID-19 coursing yeah. through his veins. Yeah, he says it's good, like he has all these excuses, but you know he's just like. I'm dying and I can't do it, but I can't p- tell people that I can't do it. Cause like I, there was this, like a, uh, this like speech or whatever he gave outside the white house and half of his face was paralyzed. 
Drooping. He so has what's that palsy, palsy in the left yeah. side of his face. So you get that when like something's really fucked up and wrong and when your body's actually trying to fight. Neurologically. So people can get it. When your nerves are failing you. Well, and, and people can get it if they have like a virus that your body's fighting or a bacterial infection or anything like that. Like, yeah, because your a, body goes, look, we don't have time to hold your yeah, lung Well, there's a bunch of things. The, we're going to take the energy of the muscles in your face and like shoot them to your heart. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of things that are contributing to it, but... Like the dude's and not he's doing clearly good. Always grasping for air, yeah, more than usual because yeah. he's, he's a fat man. Yeah, this isn't just normal fat Trump like grasping for air. It's it's like a viral pneumonia where he's like, <gasps> yeah, like he's always. You like, know, <gasps> I was telling Brandon the human inside of me actually does like when I see him like struggling to breathe and I see him like all <laughs> fucked up and pale and shit. There's this human inside of me that's like, that's hard to watch and that's hard to yeah. see and. And Brandon was like, well, well, like you have empathy for him. I'm like, no, I want him to die. But, <laughs> but the human inside of me has a hard time watching people suffer. Vice your, your, your time is up. Vice <laughs> yes, they deserve to die. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's sad to watch in real time. And, and the delusion just makes it off the charts where you're like, oh, this guy, he hasn't accepted <laughs> like what's happening to him right. in real time. Right. So it would be pretty brilliant if he died and he's coming out saying like, I purposely got it. Who the fuck? Like, and what, what is that? Say? Like, come on, dude. And you didn't say that at first. Like, why wouldn't you say to people, you know what? What you know what I'm going to do for the American people is take one for the team and get it myself because I deserve to get it. I deserve to go yeah. through what you're all going through to over 200,000 dead. I deserve to take seven million cases in america yeah he should say i deserve to take this round of russian roulette i'll be the next person up. i'm gonna go through it with you i'm actively gonna have fucking somebody cough in my face yes and get it but that's not what happened because he gave it to a bunch of people that weren't trying to take one for the team and he's just it's the lies no, and the absurdity just innocent con men yeah. that were trying to capitalize on sure. their position in the White House and make a little money. And now they have COVID-19 and they may not survive to see their now, 35th birthday. I will say from the beginning, I'm like, the one benefit of this pandemic, if there's any, if there's any bright side, it could be the people who aren't taking it seriously are all these like rich white dudes that meet with Trump. <laughs> and maybe one day, like they could all just give it to each other and die. And that yeah. would be the benefit of this. At the next uh, circle jerk of the uh, Skull and Bone <laughs> Society or the Bohemian Grove when they all discuss what they want to do about poor people and they uh, you know, jerk each other off you in gotta, the woods. You got to find the bright sides of things, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That could be the uh, culling of the uh, rich. <laughs> right, right. But anyway. Yeah, and I like how he's like, no, I went through it. Just like you guys, I was flown on a helicopter from the front <laughs> step of my mansion. I had 20 private housing. 20 that, private doctors that, that were constantly monitoring and shooting me up with experimental drugs that aren't available to anybody and giving me <laughs> extreme doses of steroids so I can act like I'm doing something. And that way I can sign a blank piece of paper with a fat Sharpie to look like I'd say I'm working. <laughs> no, yeah. everybody goes to this. This is a, a shared experience. Right. He's, a, he's the every man, Lindsay. He knows oh. what the working class guy he's that so, takes his lunch pail to work every day. He's so strong and tough. 
He puts on his gold-plated underwear one leg at a time after he shits in a gold toilet in a, a mansion in, in uh, Washington, D.C. After He's his... just like you. <laughs> the interesting part, too, is nobody's been like, how's Melania doing? And I feel like if this was a at situation all. where, like, Michelle Obama had it, the world would be, like, in devastation. Like, Michelle it would have been Obama. like when Diana died. Yeah, right. there would have been flowers and roses and people, like, parked outside right. the hospital and which I, singing hymns and right, praise right. To, to, the, to the first lady. Which I which I feel like is a Meanwhile, very, very telling. Melania which I, is getting into a who's the bigger hooker fight with Stormy Daniels on Twitter. Yeah, but I feel like there's a very telling <laughs> of how people view her, which is just like this, like, robot that no one gives a shit about, right? No, yeah, there's nothing, she, there's they, no, there's no, uh, there's this nothing is part there, of man. The gig. If you're gonna take the job where you fuck the old guy and you get money when he dies, this is the side yep. project. Yep. Nobody loves. He might you. give you a novel coronavirus that infects your <laughs> lungs and permanently damages your your uh, heart and cardiac system. Yep. I but it's worth it for all those money he doesn't have now that we've seen his taxes and yeah. that he owes four hundred fifty million dollars to banks. And, and like is about to owe a hundred million dollars to the IRS for tax penalties because he hasn't paid taxes in fifteen years. Right? Are they going to actually make him pay that though? I was like, not even. Well, he's going to be dead, so no, and he doesn't have it. You can't bleed blood from you know blood from a stone, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> now they sent Martha Stewart to jail. Yeah, jail because she didn't in pay quotes. her taxes for in one quotes. year. <laughs> They sent Wesley Snipes, Blade, Passenger Fifty Seven, to jail. Man, I don't even think he. Three years. I don't even think he got like the good prison either. I'm not sure about he that. He did though. not get the good prison. Yeah, he, he he didn't get the Martha Stewart. Me and my best friends braided each other hair. And made oh, cookies prison. oh, but he is black, so that okay. Now that 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 makes yeah, sense. Yeah, just because you're rich, you're still black, <laughs> yeah. as Chris Rock said. Like, yeah. it don't matter. Like, uh, you don't get to like scrapbook in prison if you're if no, you're. There's no, yeah, there's no uh, club fed for black prisoners. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Do you have any more? Uh, yeah, it's hard after like uh, you know talking about the like <laughs> all the uh, terrible things we've got going on. But I thought about this story this week, and maybe it'll help uh, with a little perspective. Right, we're all going through these hard times. And we're stuck maybe in some jobs we don't like we're or unemployed for that matter right. and stuck at home in our houses, not really being able to live our lives to the best that we were, have been able to over the last 10 years. But next time you get down about your job, think about this. Police raid in Vietnam finds that 300,000 used condoms were being packed for resale. So there's this entire operation in Vietnam of people that were taking used condoms. How do you get the used condoms? Oh, you know how you get used condoms. (laughs) I bet they were like fishing them out of the sewer systems and shit. Or just picking them off the floor after the white tourist just raped you in a hut. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Too much, man. That's (laughs) that was too far. Your pimp was giving you half an egg roll for every 10 used condoms you brought back to him because he he had a whole second business where he was washing them out and reselling them as brand new. 300,000 used condoms in the city of Ho Chi Minh City. There was a factory. It was a whole operation. This is the new gig economy of people being industrious and finding out what people really need. That's insanity. And that... 
they're not sure how many were actually resold. That was just what they were able to confiscate was the 300,000 oh, who knows condoms. how long it's been going on, dude. There was some reselling there. Do they know, like, what company was, was paying for this? Like, no, it was just some side business that these wow. people had, had started. Wow. Yeah. So if you think your job is bad, right. <laughs> you could be cleaning out and like, resealing used condoms in a factory in Vietnam. Ugh. That's horrific, man. That's horrific. Yeah. Like, whose idea was that? Like, hey, you know, if we clean them out and sterilize oh, them. still there? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. there you go. But yeah, if you... If you yeah, whose idea? <laughs> I got it, Johnny. I and got what it. do condoms cost? In America, they're free, right? Like, you could just go to Planned Parenthood and they'll give sure, them Sure, but they so still cost. So what do condoms cost? That you have to be like, uh, I'd rather just, like, clean this one out and <laughs> use it again. Like, it's still good. It's rubber. Right. You know? Right. There's the holes in it, right? It's still good. That spermicide kills a lot. <laughs> and if that doesn't get you down, I have some food news this week. Oh, food news. Food news, food news, food news. An Irish court this week has determined that Subway can no longer call what they are serving bread. Because the, the amount of sugar <gasps> exceeds the like like uh, level of acceptability to be called bread wow. in Ireland, they have a they have certain regulations like we should hear saying that like no under Irish tax law, a product that is used to encase the chain sandwich fillings contains too much sugar, so it can't be legally defined as bread. That's crazy. So they're they're trying to get Subway to pay extra taxes as a value add because they are serving something that is not good for made them. in that country. Right. And not good what for people. What if we had an actual like FDA that it had these kind of enforcement? That'd right? be like, well, there'd be a lot less obesity in the world, for in sure. America specifically. For sure. Right. Everybody talks about freedom and liberty and like living your best life. Yeah. But this pandemic has really shown that they came out and said, we can save lives if you cover your face, your nose and mouth with a piece of cloth. And there are millions, millions of people that say, nah, ain't worth it. Right. I have to, I get claustrophobic when my nose is covered. All right. You can't tell me what to do. You, you filthy libtard. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I wonder so, where they get that mentality from. <laughs> so in the same way when people are like, no, we can't outlaw bad food. You can't outlaw McDonald's because people should be having the choice <laughs> to well, kill themselves. Well, when they're being lied to, right? they're not given a real choice. You're being lied to. Maybe we should change those definitions or, you know, tell the truth. You know, like all these companies keep fighting that they want labels on the menu to tell you how many calories are in something. Right. Or like to label the ingredients on the back or tell you the country of origin for some of your food. You know, and people they think that's inhibiting their liberty to sell in America. <laughs> that's bullshit. And you know, the thing is, yeah. it's people, the people that are going to eat that shit anyway, are going to eat that shit anyway. There's a reason why people still smoke and, and chew true, tobacco true. and do all that shit. I think, like, I you think know, cigarettes should be outlawed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like there's there's plenty of evidence that we can know something's bad for us and still do it. Absolutely. But, but it, like the, I think secret. I don't know. These are these are options that fat I want to see. These are options that I want to see because like I have a fat I, secret. You have a fat secret. 
Yeah. I didn't want to share it, but I feel like this is appropriate now that you're talking about people do things that they know are bad for them, but they do them anyway. Bad secret. We went to the grocery store and I never buy sweets because they don't stand a chance in my house. Right. So, but I was like, oh, wait a minute. Puddin. My old friend Puddin. Haven't had Puddin for a while. Haven't had Puddin for nay a, a, a fairy a night uh, <laughs> since I've had a Puddin. A fortnight, one might say, since I had a good cup of pudding. <laughs> and there she was, staring me in the face. Cozy Shack is the brand. Now, they had the different flavors. They had your tapioca. They had your chocolate. And then they had good old rice pudding. Ew. Now, I wanted chocolate. <laughs> but a bowl of chocolate pudding seemed like it might be unhealthy. So I went with rice pudding because I'm like, well, it's got rice in it. So it's it's a food. It's not a dessert. Yeah. When I go to like Chinese restaurants, I get rice as a as a staple. Like some communities sustain only on rice. Sure. So it's okay if I have rice pudding. I brought it home and I'm like, all right. I'm gonna have a little bit. Just, you know, give me that taste, you know, every day. Just Hey, you know, I feel like I want something sweet to cleanse my palate. Sure. I'll take a spoonful of rice pudding. I'll be good. That tub of pudding didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I fucking killed a tub of rice How pudding. How many calories were in that rice pudding? I could not tell you. I could not tell you. <laughs> you didn't look. Had you looked, did, you might have made. Had you looked, you might have made a different decision. I might have glanced at the number to be like two fifty. Okay, don't t- don't see how many servings that you know is in a tub. <laughs> Just say it two fifty. Okay, I can handle two fifty, even though there's probably thirteen servings in a tub of, of rice pudding at two hundred fifty calories per serving. But I took down that tub. The very first night that that thing was in my house. <laughs> That's why you just can't buy the shit, right? Sometimes you got to know yourself. <laughs> you got to know that there's a reason that you cannot have sweets in your house, that you cannot tempt your mind, even with delicious pudding, even if it's been a fortnight since you had such pudding. You just can't even do it. <laughs> no, you can't you invite can't. the demon in your house. You can't. <laughs> when I invite the demon to my house, it's, it's, it's over. It's yeah. over. I had ice cream in the house the other day. Uh, that ice cream didn't have. You know, vampires can't chance. come in your house unless you invite them in. It's true. Same with uh, fat in secrets. This, <laughs> in this scenario, my vampire is a pudding. And I, and I, you I let that in, in so, and it the, the annihilated moon, you. Yeah, the next full moon, I will be Nosferatu of pudding. You know, those are like those interesting fat secrets too, because like even with with my experience with Taco Bell, like after you're done, you're like, hmm probably not worth it like that was like a very fleeting moment and it didn't last long but like during you're just like finding like it's just like the amount of justification that is occurring (laughs) in like the 20 minutes that it takes you to like take this shit down is pretty like they could like do scientific studies on that shit man and i didn't even like do it with like ice cream or like yeah you did it with rice pudding rice pudding (laughs) if somebody's like what is like the dessert you could have in your house and and no what's your what's your deathbed uh, oh if somebody was like what's the dessert you could buy and have in your house and probably never eat i'd bet rice pudding (laughs) (laughs) i bet every house in america has like a cup of rice pudding in the back like oh yeah i did buy that like 20 years ago (laughs) well it's one of those things too like maybe because like you've um not bought in sweets for so long uh, it's just like, it's like the only sweet thing in your house. So that's why it's gone. You know, maybe it's one of those oh, situations. Like had there been like Twizzlers or red vines or something next to it, oh, you might've gone for them. It, it would, it would still be there to, when my kids were like taking over the house. Like <laughs> yeah. it, 
That's I think the last cup of rice pudding I had, I inherited it from my grandma. You know, like it's like that shit lasts forever. And that's why I bought the big tub because I'm like, nobody eats like a like a rice pudding. Like, yeah, no, I, there's no way there's no way I could like manically take that down and cry at the same time. <laughs> We were watching Great British Bake Off, and I was like, oh, man, I want some rice pudding. (laughs) Speaking of rice pudding, should we get Father Richard in here? He is the rice pudding of Father. Because he's actually at, he's in-house tonight. Oh, yeah, a live version. So, yeah, let's go get him. I'm going to put this show on pause. You viewers won't notice a thing, so I don't know why I'm even telling you. And we're back! Hands down, you booties up! Let me see you shake your rope! <laughs> Hold on, actually, I gotta, I've got to uh, play something on the computer that I want Father Richard to hear. So, you know, there's always that, um, there's always that like generational divide between music. You know, I think your dad should go as Mike Pence for Halloween. He could just get a like white wig and a big giant fly and attach it to his head. <laughs> Actually, that might not be the worst, uh, the worst costume this year. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. So I usually I dress don't like up political. Like Satan, then. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so here is a song we're gonna play, and I just want, and I'm only gonna play like thirty seconds. So, of it. Father Richard, when you were growing up. What was the biggest hit song that you can remember, like in high school? Led Did Zeppelin, you grow up during Highway like Eddie Van Halen or, or oh, no, what that, was your I mean, like, big ACDC, song? Highway to Heaven, and Led Zeppelin, Stairway Highway to, to hell. Heaven. <laughs> Highway to Hell, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> yes. Stairway to right Heaven. There. So when you were growing up, music on the radio, Highway to Hell and Stairway to Heaven. Led Zeppelin, these opuses of rock and roll. That was what was gracing the airwaves and like, in your record player and what all the kids in your high school were talking about. Oh yeah. Now what we would like to do is share with you what the new generation is, is celebrating to. as music. Ready for this? Go. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. Vice President? Yeah, you Vice President, your time is up. Wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop. Vice President. Wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got. Put this wet ass Your time is up. Beat it up, nigga. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. What do you think? The fly does not like that. <laughs> so, that song is called WAP. It stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And it's the number one hit on the radio charts and TikTok channels by Cardi B and Meg the Stallion. And I don't know if you were able to catch some of the lyrics, but it was a song about how Cardi B really enjoys gigantic male genitalia in her throat and vagina. And the title of the song, Wet Ass Pussy, refers to how much she gets turned on by the thought of gigantic <laughs> thank you. male Thank genitalia. you for uh, explaining that, too. I don't know that he would have wow. caught that. What? I just want to give you some context of what's going on here. Because I know in Stairway to Heaven, it was very poetic. You know, there's a, a bustle in your hedgerow. Like, growing up, I never knew what a bustle in your hedgerow was. It took a long time to understand what that was. And it was a metaphor. For what? I still don't know, but it's it's there. You got to be a rock and not to roll. Yeah, all that glitter is not always gold. You know, it's like Correct. the grass isn't always greener. There was some poetry there. So just like that song, 
when Cardi B says, you know, beat up my throat like it owes you money with your fat ass dick, there might be some, you know, other metaphoric uh, comparisons going on. It may not be. As yeah, maybe. As you think it is. Maybe that's like a. Um, you know, like the soldiers that are getting beat up. I really think it's an endorsement for the Green New Deal. He's talking <laughs> well, about, yes, you could talk about jobs that are lost, but not really talking about the jobs that are gained. You know, it's, it's, it's she's, yeah. she's very, uh, uh, you know, on top of the uh, modern politics. So you got to give it to her. Right. Well, like old songs too had sex in them, but they were more like hidden and, <laughs> yeah. and they actually had some intelligence to them. The Beatles were banned from the radio for the song, I Want to Hold Your Hand. They're like, yes. Yes. The British broadcasting company thought they were saying, I want to hold your ham, which would have been a euphemism for a male genitalia. So they were banned from the radio for saying, I want to hold your hand. And Louie Louie was banned from American Airwaves because they there were no lyrics, so they the all uh, the FCC was convinced that they were saying bad things because they were mumbling. <laughs> the Doors were banned a lot too. Ed Sullivan banned yes. the Doors. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of banning. We're saying light my fire. Light you my get fire. Yeah, they, they weren't supposed to, and they yeah. said, "Screw it, I'm going to sing light my fire." And that was so dirty. <laughs> Girl, we couldn't get <laughs> much, much higher. higher. He's talking about drugs. Oh, ah, ah, ah. But you know, it'd be funny. If I had like a time machine that like I could do like fun things with, you know, like I've already like visited dinosaurs. I've already gone back and maybe shot Hitler and then maybe, maybe, um, you watch JFK get shot. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I go and do yeah. all the things that you're going to do first. I think then if I got like started getting bored, like now nah, what am I going to do with my time machine? I might go back and like play this song for certain people and just record their reactions. <laughs> Cause I think people would lose their absolute minds. Like people were cr- like, Oh my God, Elvis is gyrating his hips. And this girl's like, my wet ass pussy. Nixon would have like a coronary, like immediately after she said, like beat my pussy up seven days a week. You know, <laughs> he would have just rolled over right then and there. <laughs> I will say like, this actually doesn't like, I hear this. I'm like, it's awful. Like I, like I am that amount of old now. I don't, I, I go the other way. I love anything with a fat. <laughs> I think yeah. Cardi B is hilarious. I think her However, lyrics well, are genuinely funny. Yeah. And maybe if I look at it like that, I could like be like, okay, that's kind of funny. I, but yeah. I will say like, it's not for me. I shouldn't say I, you know, it's awful water. It's not for me. Yeah. But um, I also wouldn't be like, how dare she come out with this? She doesn't deserve to be on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I also would be. But it is one of those things like, huh, well, not for me. I am interested. Like, <laughs> I like I like that I like I can listen to it and be like, huh, so that's what kids are listening to these days. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they are. But yeah, it with, is you know, with the passing of Eddie Van Halen this week, I actually had that thought about Van Halen. Because I know there are a lot of people that are like devotees to Eddie Van Halen and sure. David Lee Roth and like those albums. I never liked them growing up. Yeah. One, because they were always on the radio right. and like TV and movie and shit. So like when it just got overplayed, it just wasn't for me. And so I was kind of thinking that's bit like when they were doing the eulogies and like uh, uh, like tributes to Eddie Van Halen now that he's passed. Everyone's like the god of the guitar, like the amazing things that he came up with. And I was like, God, I could go the rest of my life without ever hearing a Van Halen. You know, I will have, I have something I should admit. Like, I don't think I could confidently tell you a Van Halen song. What's a Van Halen song? 
Panama. Montreal. Okay, like, that, okay. Okay, I had a friend that his parents kicked him out because he was listening to, um, what's that, Running with the Devil? Running with Running the Devil. With the devil. Yeah, they kicked yeah. him out of the house because they said, we're not having the devil in this house. Oh, my God. literally <laughs> kicked him out on the street. So, again, as a person who has a child that yeah. I love more than anything, she could, like, I can't imagine these parents who were like, ah, oh, music, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, insanity. Exactly. And that's just it. I mean... It's a song that goes, you don't know nothing about music, mom. Wet ass pussy really like speaks to me as a young woman. Then I would be like, cool. Like I'm going to try to like, (laughs) let that speak to me more so I can relate with you. I'm like, I'm going to never draw that boundary with my child where I stop relating with them because I don't understand or like their music. Like I will always find a reason to like what she likes. I've been listening to the troll soundtrack for like two months. So that should tell you, (laughs) that should tell you where I'm at when it comes to music that she enjoys. There's some trolls in this house. There's some trolls. (laughs) You know, my dad lost it on foreigner feels like the first time he goes, what feels like the first time? And I just came up with the answer. Like first time they saw God. (laughs) Yeah. First time they read the scripture. You know, so you just like, got to get a little more creative. Then. That's what you think. I mean, just like that. Song, that was probably a double yeah. whammy for your dad because the band was called Foreigner too. Foreigner. Oh yeah, exactly. he's like, oh, what do you mean it's foreigners? Yeah, <laughs> coming into this country <laughs> feels like the first time stealing white man's job. Get out of here! Oh yeah. So yeah, it's a, a music has evolved in a different way. Yeah, that's for sure. And I mean, the new music with rap and that coming out. Yeah, they no holds barred. I mean, everything is out in the open. Right. They, they right. do not censor. Literal. They do not. It's and, not poetic anymore. But uh, but again, I it can not be. To be an old there's man. some poetic rap. They, no, I mean, there's some that isn't. And there's always been that divide with music. There's always yeah. been the shit that really doesn't matter and is out there for like shock value or money. And there's always been the stuff yeah. that's like amazing, beautiful art that comes from the soul. So yes. there's there's plenty of hip hop artists so out there that saying are saying good things. So you're saying pussy is today's Shakespeare? Like, yeah, yeah. What you know, side of the spectrum does that? One I think land on? I think this it's lands on like art. okay, it's forgettable. It's out there. I don't think <laughs> I don't give a. I don't really care about paying attention to it. I don't have <laughs> I don't have like a visceral reaction to it of just like oh how could it? Now, I'm just like huh, not for luckily, me. Luckily, in our modern day, you can live a life and never hear that. Yeah, of course. If you go back to like the eighties and nineties, yeah, you were bombarded with like new kids on the block, sure. or, you know, like, cause it was on the radio. It was on TV. It was on MTV. There was, there were times where you could not avoid the sugary, it's meaningless true. pop. It's true. So at least we live in a world yeah. where you could have gone your entire life and never heard that or yep. about yeah. that or know who Cardi B is. Well, there's songs I would have not liked to hear back in the days, like the night Chicago died. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah. You had to yeah. hear it every 30 minutes. It was the night that Chicago died. <laughs> I actually like hearing that song. <laughs> or Cherokee Woman. That's I because mean, that was another Cherokee one. Cherokee right? Woman. Now I could Woman. definitely, I could never hear that song again. Oh man, it was just horrible. No, that's, that's how I've always felt about Van Halen. It's just like I could go over no, my but life you know, and I'll be able to hear a jump again. I saw <laughs> no. Van Halen in a bar on Main Street before they were known. Oh my god! And Eddie Van Halen can play the guitar. He's he's in the top ten. He yeah. really is. I don't dispute sure. that. He is a, it's so can I mean, Steve Vai. Listen to I, Michael Jackson's uh, Beat It. That's that's my that's Van Halen yeah. playing the guitar. Absolutely, and he is amazing. Sure. And it's sad that he passed. I mean, they did have some good music. I liked Hager better yes. than uh, David Lee Roth, but David Lee Roth had some really good songs. Too Hot for Teacher? How can you not like that? Well, yeah. you cannot I just, like I, it. I do really like the drum in that because it's kind of insane. If you listen, 
go back and listen to the drum that starts in that. It's like there's like six drum kits being played all at the same yeah. time. It's actually just one guy playing it, but it's pretty insane. Too hot for teacher. <laughs> got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. Woo! Yeah. yeah, baby. But I mean, it would have been hard to work with David Lee Roth, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, I've heard stories. Yeah, I think Just there's constantly walking around like, oh, let's get it, Bob, baby. Yeah, I'm I think that, right now. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of musicians out there that it just like, especially like back in those days too. Like talk about the Doors, talk about some of the the worst. Like I, like I was just obsessed with the Doors, I, and I might have even had this story before. <laughs> I was obsessed with the Doors, and I thought Jim Morrison is like the perfect like vision of a man. He's mysterious. He's he's it's kind so of sexy poetic, in his own way. He, yeah, he's Talk got the, the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I, I bought every biography that like the band members wrote. I read John Densmore's, I read Raymond Zarek's, I read Robbie Krieger's and after reading all of them and then another one that somebody had written like in like co-wrote, I think, and I can't even remember the name of it. Jim Morrison was one of the worst human beings to have ever lived. <laughs> he was yeah. a rapist. He abused the shit out of women. There's this story. Alcoholic, drug addict. Yeah, there's oh, this story. The, and he got away with it because of who he was. And that tells you about like that man's world like mentality oh. that still exists today. Any group back yeah. then got away with underage yeah. women. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All the big yeah. groups slept with underage women. Rape, I mean, abuse, it was all kinds of shit. All the groupies that followed were 14, 14 15-year-old girls. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy guys, Page. Oh, that was weird. You guys both said like 14-year-olds at the yeah. same time. Jimmy Page married <laughs> yeah, a 15-year-old girl. That was stereo, like yeah. a music group. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the sad part is you were talking Jimmy about two Page different people. Plant raped a woman with a land shark in a hotel in California. Yeah. So uh, you read all this and then, and then there's a story that where there was like a girl in the bathroom and she had this giant, like square, like bruise on her thigh. And one of the band members was like, how, how did that happen? And she's like, Oh, he hit me with like a two by four. So this guy was a horrific piece of shit. And you, I can only imagine that there was this mentality just going on with some of these musicians in this time. So I see like these old, like, especially like these glam rock musicians who were like, uh, basically like just living the life. Like they weren't even their own people. They were just like that musician. And they, they were, were a parody of themselves. Yeah, like yeah. They, and you can only imagine. To to a mentality of yeah. like this uh, vision of what a rock star is. Right. After that experience, there's a part of me that just like, I don't know, like I, I, I still watch Mel Gibson movies, especially like the good ones, like the Apocalypto, like, uh, is it Apocalypto? Or Apocalypto? Leave the Weapon 1. Leave yeah, the Weapon 2. Yeah, you know, Apocalypto. So there's these movies that I'm like, oh, they're in Braveheart, and I'm like, they're doing, like, there's, it's hard to detach, like, that. you want to, you want to consume the art, but you also hate the artist. But I, to this day, cannot and will not listen to a door song and you know what his band members like tout in their books of how horrible it was and how disgusted they were by it but they let it go on and they continued oh, yeah. they continued to like like stroke his ego and and praise him as a god and and they they witnessed the rape of a woman in in one of the recording sessions as she was passed out and nobody stopped it like they're all pieces of shit and not anyway what am i talking about i hate the door well here's the deal <laughs> wet ass pussy here's the deal <laughs> Well, you talk about Mel Gibson. Here's an example of a, a human being. I mean, he got, he's going to be well known for getting pulled over and what he did, but <laughs> and he also tits, would go into a uh, city Jew, Jew and start all the wars yeah. telling his ripe wife that he hopes she gets raped by a pack of N words, Yeah, but he would go into a city and go to a school and say, what do you need? And he would buy a basketball court and have it repaved or whatever they had to do or put a new floor yes. in. I mean, he did good things too. I mean, human yeah. beings are bad and good. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's like the story I, I, I was told you read about once you, you have two dogs in your 
cell in, in your body and one's bad and one's good. It just depends which one you feed. Right. You have to have right. both in you. You cannot yeah, do with true. one without like Captain Kurt, when he got beamed into the bad Kurt and the good Kurt, you know, they Handler. had to live together because the good Kurt couldn't make a decision, but the bad Kurt, man, he, he just, Pinch the girl's asses. He didn't care. Yeah. He did what <laughs> no, had to be done. No, that's, yeah. that's very true. They're, I, I think it's stupid. Space to, rapist. But doors fed the bad dog. You know, yeah. they fed the bad dog most of the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's human. And that's the thing with everything with politics and everything today. We all have done stupid shit. Yep. But, oh my, except for Trump, he's done nothing but stupid shit. That's true. I don't uh, know yeah. that he's honest done one God. good thing. Yeah, I honestly, you know, he's done, wait, probably wait done a, minute. a few good things. Wait a minute. He's a, God, he's a, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a reality TV show host that's running the country. That's what he is. He's yeah. a he's a syphilitic like Chihuahua. He's you know, a when you're demon. talking about feeding that good dog and that bad dog, he has one like <laughs> just, just syphilitic, like gonorrhea infested little Chihuahua. One of those that's ugly dogs, yeah. And just, he's and he's got that breath that just smells like. Like you ate like a rotten turd vagina <laughs> that's been dead yeah, for seven like weeks. All the trash in Tijuana, like <laughs> just it just consumed it in bulk and then burped in your face. And that's what that that debate was like the other day. Oh man, <laughs> his debate, yeah. That we so we were talking about the vice presidential de- de- presidential debates earlier. Let's try that. Uh, take, take yeah, two. yeah. Sorry, jeez. <laughs> Talk about syphilitic chihuahua brain. Yeah, um, who's got palsy in their face now? You take the COVID <laughs> but the, like the presidential ones, we didn't even talk much about because there's really nothing to talk about. Like the only thing nothing that came from that about. was just nonsense and anger. Oh, it was, there was nothing that came out you're, of that. Not a you're thing. a clown. I mean, the president. Uh, Am I right, buddy? Like, you should wh- shut up, pal. Why even have the? Ple- That's all that came out of that. Why even have the pleasantries if you're going to be like, you're the one who's dumb. Shut up. You know, I don't talk to me about being dumb. You don't even know what college you went to. You said you went to Delaware State. Don't talk to me about being dumb. Yeah, I'm yeah. the dumbest that ever you're, been dumb. Your son's a dr- drug addict. How about that? I had a college that didn't even <laughs> exist. Oh, I, I wasn't talking one. about your dead war hero son. I was talking about your drug addict. <laughs> yeah. Son. yeah, yeah. Talk okay. about. Oh man. And your dead war hero son's a loser. Yeah, he's he's a weak. <laughs> he's a coward and weak for getting caught in the first place. Yeah. I like my sons that don't die in war. Yeah, because I never I like, sent them. I like them to be directly in my asshole. Because they all got my foot problems. All yeah, they all, they could not be in war. They could they not would. be because their feet were too bad, <laughs> just like mine. Too many bone spurs. Oh, yes. Did I mention that I got the coronavirus on purpose as a, as a way to help everybody in America and, and show unification? Some would say that God gave it to me. Some would say that that's why I got to be. I so talked good, to God. Actually got I it. talked to God, and He said, "You got this because you were doing too good." And I said, "I'll thank you, God, for humbling me." I was me. tired of winning too much. I yeah. needed to take the weekend off. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. See, this is this is you know with the wet ass pussy song. Look at the conversations that have derived from right. that. We went through. Some would say yeah. Cardi B is a real conversation starter, you know? Right. So maybe we shouldn't criticize her wet ass. Pussy. It's we the damn Democrats fault that she's singing this song. It could be. It's those yes. Democrats. It's Antifa. If they were got like godlike, like the Republicans, this would never happen. Buildings down right now. There, you know, there is a, there's the freedom we talk about, but we don't want everybody to have it. Just whatever our agenda <laughs> like is. That. If you want freedom, vote Republican because we will tell you what to do with your bodies. Yeah. We'll tell you what to do with your religion. And we will tell your you. Mind, your mind, yeah. your hearts, your ears, your, your eyes. What your you moral, can watch, what you can't watch, what you could look at. Your moral compass. Yeah. You know, all that shit. 
Yes, the person we nominated to be in the Supreme Court was part of a religious cult, and she was called a handmaiden. But handmaiden is a common term in the Bible. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the show about repressive women. On, oh, well, that's what the Hulu. Bible is: is repressive women. Look at listen to Genesis. Uh, think about all the stories about women that were ripped out because it was like, nope, no, no, that's a powerful woman story. Let's no, no, let's no, no, let's no, make no. sure that they don't have any uh, hope. Esther, or... Esther, who? No, fuck that. There's Daniel. Well, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> And we don't want these what, women what to get the, empowered. What were the apostles? Uh, sleepy, dopey. Uh, what were the apostles? Crunchy. Joe? Sneezy. Yeah. Crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> I think this is a good place to end Paul, the show. Paul, George, John. Yeah, <clears throat> I think this is a happy Ringo. note. It's a happy ending. Well, and not that kind of happy not have ending, any, Dennis. Uh, not <laughs> that kind. See, you've been listening too much of that song. <laughs> you perverted Democrat. Oh yeah, that, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did we all we all just kind of pause there? It's late. I, well, I thought that would be like the mic drop. Oh, PD. oh, yeah. then we should yeah. play it out. We yeah. should play it out. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Any Stay any tuned. final? Try that again. Any final advice? <laughs> what? Well, any final advice? We need a, a good. What should our Richard? Road... We are three weeks away from the apocalypse. Give Can Van give Halen a hope? chance. Can That's you... my advice. Give <laughs> Van Halen a chance. And <laughs> Can you give and go <laughs> maybe go vote. Vote and give Van Halen a chance. Yes. Give Panama a chance. Jump. Might as well jump. You might as well vote. 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 Go ahead and vote. There you go. (laughs) All right. Let's call it out. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. Yes they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell.